Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk about the underground church. This is very important to discuss because we, at least in America, in the West, we hold this antiquated version of church. And I kind of, uh, in discussions with a friend of mine, at one point in time, I said, you know, it's, it's this checklist culture. We were talking about him, you know, growing up in the Boy Scouts. And like, Boy Scouts used to be this really good organization. It just became this thing of checklists, right? Check, 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 check. Well, the same thing has happened in American Christianity and Western Christianity, you could say, where it's just a giant checklist. And now what I'm getting at it here is the checklist of the church building, where we have defined church merely and exclusively as the building, the place we come together. This is talked about, we talked about in, in the Hebrews study, have a look at the whole Hebrews Bible study. We talked about in the Hebrews Bible study how uh, in uh, Hebrews 10, there's a section near the end there that says, do not forsake the gathering of the brethren. And many people are like, well, you know, you're skipping your, your church. Or some people will even use that to the extreme to say, if you don't go to church specifically and exclusively on Sunday, that's a sin. And no, that, that's not the case. And what I make the argument of is that not forsaking the gathering of the brethren doesn't have anything to do with the church building itself. It has to do with meeting and fellowshipping with the church universal, which may or may not be in a church building. So here in America and in the West, we have become accustomed to church being exclusively in the building. We got to go to church. We have to go to a building. We have to go to a certain place with a certain group of people. And then this is our church. The problem is, is that that is a very first world thing. For years upon years, churches met in tombs and catacombs and houses. Even in China right now, there is a state church which has to replace the Ten Commandments with the, uh, the bullet points of Mao, you know. And, um, but over in China, there's also a very, very biblically sound hidden underground church which meets in people's houses. And that's the model we have to start thinking of. We have to start thinking of churches whenever we gather together with believers to fellowship, study in the word, and pray together. This is what church is. It's not the place, the building, the time of Sunday at 9 a.m. for or 9 a.m. for the traditional service and 10.45 and a.m. for the contemporary service with the worship leader. That's not church. And it has been church through most of history. What happened, though, is we get a lot of freedoms. We found this country based roughly on Christian principles. Freedom of religion was a thing. It abounded for, for several, um, you know, a couple centuries here. And then we got so used to and so accustomed to the freedom to worship, to the freedom to have our faith and to have our religion. But that freedom is now under assault around the entirety of the world. And this is something that we have to keep in mind. Why do I say this? Well, just in the last couple of weeks, of course, we talked and we'll talk more about James Coates' case here uh, later on in this. But uh, there was a, a person, a, a pastor arrested this last week. It's either Ireland or UK. Computing Forever talked about this and, and had the article. And this guy was arrested. It wasn't related to the COVID restrictions. He got arrested for saying that marriage is between a man and a woman, the biblical definition. And he said, hey, all I'm doing 
is doing my job as it says in the scriptures, defining a marriage as between a man and a woman. Well, here in America, we have the Equality Act, which is now rolling its way around. And uh, I'm not sure if that passed both houses, senates, or whatever else. I, I just don't know where that one is. But the Equality Act would basically make it be illegal for a pastor to say marriage is between a man and a woman. It would make it illegal to say transgenderism is a mental illness, like it has been for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Okay, it was in the DSM guides. This is mental, this is a mental disorder. And now all of a sudden now, if you don't completely adopt and agree with it, you're now potentially breaking the law. Well, that's not law yet, but it's coming. And we as Christians could be arrested for merely saying that under the Gestapo of the current world order. But this is happening. Now that guy was, he was arrested and then he was released and they're, they're probing the Christian response. They're probing who is going to respond best by doing this. That's exactly what they're doing. They're probing how much can we get away with? Do we have a, a big uproar when we arrest them? And eventually they're going to sit in jail enter James Coates. Now, there's several churches in Canada right now being persecuted. There's the one guy, he went viral. In fact, he went viral twice now. They showed up and he yelled at him, get out of here, Gestapo. And while they came again, he's like, dude, A, go to my lawyer. You don't need to come here. But his biggest concern is the Gestapo keeps on showing up not at random times, they specifically keep showing up during church services, specifically to interrupt church services. And it begs the question, what orders are these people not going to do? In fact, up in Canada, two, un, uh, two police officers who were off duty were arrested for attending a church service. Why? Well, you're not allowed to have more than 10 people there. Sorry, you're 11 and 12, handcuffs on, here you go. That happened. Enter James Coates. So James Coates, of course, he said, no, this is a bunch of nonsense based upon actual scientific inquiry. In fact, this week, uh, in fact, it's right about the time this video is going live. In fact, pray for James Coates Church. Their court case is set to be heard. And the per the prosecution in that case, I think it's Jenny, I think, um, they are, they're trying to push the judge to just cancel it. Why? Because Jim Coates is coming to the, to the court with scientific information. And the government does not want to attempt to refute scientific information that justifies their draconian measures. But Jim Coates said, hey, we're going to preach the gospel. And it's very much like MacArthur's church. If you want to come, you can come. If you want to watch it live, you can watch it live. Whatever you want to do. And people have come to the church. He was in jail for over a month. They finally let him out, and then the police barricaded his church. So right now, what are they doing? They're meeting underground in undisclosed locations. You can see more information. In fact, there was an interview with him by Tim Hurd at the Bible Thumping Wing Network. Go check out his channel and resources if you haven't already. But um, what he's doing there, he actually talked to Jim Coates, had him on for an interview and whatnot. And what happened here is that they are so persecuted right now 
that now they are meeting in hidden undisclosed locations so that they can continue to worship. And that is what is going to happen in the end time. So we have to cast off this idea that we got to go to a church at nine in the morning or 1045 in the morning on a Sunday morning. And that's our church. And then the rest of our life, we just live like a bunch of godless heathens. And that's honestly what most American professing Christians do. So I will encourage you to live by the words of your scriptures. But we want to go to Revelation because I want to show you that if you look in Revelation, there's seven letters to the churches. Only two of these churches, only two of them did not have negative comments from Christ. And what was common about those two churches? Persecution. We're going to have a look at the church to uh, the letter to the church in, um, uh, in Smyrna, I believe. So we're going to look at Revelation chapter 2 and uh, we're going to look at verses 8 through 11. So, to, and the angel to the church in Smyrna uh, write, first uh, and the last, who was dead and who has come to life says this, I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich. And the blasphemy by those who say they are Jews and are not, but the synagogue of Satan. Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to cast some of you into prison so that you will be tested and you will have tribulation for 10 days. Be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. He has ears to hear. Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes will not be hurt by the second death. This is about persecution. They're going to be arrested. They're going to be cast into prisons. They're going to be thrown down. They're going to be cast by the wayside. They're going to be heavily persecuted. Why? Because they are believing in God. Because the persecution is coming. Guys, I've been telling you, the persecution is coming. It's already at our northern neighbors. One year and six months ago, Canada was a free country. Now I'd rather be in mainland China. It has become a police state. They're hauling people off to undisclosed secret government hotels if you fly into the country and you have to pay thousands of dollars for the privilege of being a prisoner by the government. That is a police state just to the north of us. And a short time ago, that was a free nation. We are going to experience that ourselves in America. It is coming. Be ready for it. Be ready for it. You cast aside the idea of the church being the Sunday morning at the building. You got to see church as the gathering together and the fellowship of true believers to preach and teach and learn and understand the word of God and to pray and live like it. This is the only hope we have. Don't be placing your hope in governments. Don't be placing your hope in gurus. Place your hope only in the the Bible and the Jesus Christ taught in those scriptures. I'll leave you here today. Have a look over the website, rwalkingchrist.com. If you're new to the channel, I have several books already out teaching on Christian sanctification on a variety of different points of view, rwalkingchrist.com. You can see the whole lineup of the books we have over there. Thanks for watching. I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.